0: The end up, to the right here, right now. I'm your host, Ben Kurkowski, and the Packers' playoff hopes are still alive. If you told me at the start of the season the Packers would win and get in the playoffs in week 18, I'd say I could see that happening in a week NFC. But if you told me, the Packers did it without Christian Watson, without David Bakhtiari most of the season, um, without Aaron Jones most of the season, that our defense was garbage, and that Jordan Love over the last half of the year was playing at an elite level, I would be floored, and that's exactly where we stand today. Even with all of the injuries to our offense, how bad our defense is currently playing, the Packers are playing for a spot to go into the playoffs, and the playoffs, part of, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome that we can make the playoffs and make a push and see what happens. That's really fun to have your team in the mix. But the bigger part, the more important part that I was floored away by is, yeah, Jordan Love isn't perfect, but over the second half of the season, he's been playing awesome. Only Brock Purdy and Justin Herbert have played better on a per snap basis than Jordan Love over the last eight weeks. And that's what's incredible. We had no information about who Jordan Love really was. And with the little data we did have, it didn't look good for Jordan Love. And yet after learning to kind of ride a bike again, all over again, uh, the, over the first half of the year, then figuring it all out, getting back, getting his legs underneath him again, Uh, and just understanding the game again, being around live football again after not being there for two years. He's been awesome. Not perfect, but super fun to watch. Volatile, but exciting. And that's more than I ever could have hoped for. He has been elite over the last eight games. And that says a lot about Jordan Love considering the team around him. This offensive line is okay. It's not good. The weapons are young and they have good moments, but they aren't good. They're just just too young and too inconsistent. And yet... Jordan Love has played the way he has, which is incredible. And both Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur deserve a lot of credit. On Sunday, the Packers defeated the Vikings 33-10. And the story was Jordan Love and this offense. The Packers made things work once again with a depleted group of wide receivers. And Bo Melton finished the game as the leading receiver. Bo Melton, who I loved in last year's draft because of his speed, he's been sitting on a practice squad and came up big, Um, for the Packers on Sunday and over the last two weeks, actually. But that's just to show you what Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur have been able to do with a less-than-stellar group of players. Another big story, another big part of this game, once again for the Packers, was Aaron Jones as well. Um, He's just seeing the field so well right now. He's averaging six yards per carry in this game with 120 rushing yards. He's just so efficient. It's insane. He's playing at such a high level right now. It's crazy over the last two weeks. And it makes you wonder, and you see this with the Miami Dolphins as well, but if you can have a small, speedy, elusive running back, your offensive line doesn't have to block as long. When A.J. Dillon is back there, not only is he slower, so your offensive linemen have to hold a block for half a second longer, but also he's so freaking big that anybody can get their hands on him. And yeah, maybe they don't tackle him, but they slow him down, and that just... It just takes your play, and so and uh, makes it much, much more or less efficient. And Aaron Jones is not getting touched because he's so small. He's so fast. Linemen can hold their block for a short amount of time, and then by that point, he's at full speed. Um, in the matter of two and a half seconds. And so that's what's so special about Aaron Jones, and he's looked so good. And the Packers offensively now have scored 30-plus in the last two games against two totally different defenses, which is promising, especially considering guys like Luke Musgrave, Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, Christian Watson, and uh, A.J. Dillon all could be back ready closer to full health if we can just win one more game against the Bears. And all of those guys I just mentioned are practicing this week. And they might all be playing in this game on Sunday and then getting some rust off and their legs back and be ready to play a big role come playoff time, which is, I don't know what's going to happen with all those guys out there. I I really don't because it looks so good without all of them. I don't even know, do they all get like 10, 15 snaps and you have perfectly designed plays for every single player because they all add something to this offense. And this happened, uh, but the Packers... We do have to realize we were at this point last year. This exact scenario happened. The Packers had a chance to win the final game of the season. They controlled their own destiny to go to the playoffs and then lost at home to the Lions. And now the Packers have the same story here. Week 18 at home against another divisional opponent who really has nothing to play for. And can this new generation of Packers show up in the end and win a game to go see what we can do in the playoffs or will we fall short? And this is not the same Bears team that we saw in week one that we crushed. This team is much better. This Bears team has won five of the last seven games. This uh, Bears team is much better for a couple of reasons. One, Justin Fields is, he's playing better than he has for most of his career, we'll say. Okay. Um, Still not a great quarterback. Okay. But, and this Bears defense has been awesome. In their last seven games, only one team has scored more than 20 points. That's mostly because they have two main guys who can make a real difference. They have a number one corner who has the ability to shut down one side of the field in Jalen Johnson. Then they have an edge rusher in Montez Sweat, who, if you allow him, can terrorize an opposing offense. Now, I don't think these two players will dominate the Packers for a couple of reasons. One, our offense doesn't rely on just one pass catcher. The Packers have shown an ability to scheme it up consistently against different types of defenses and get different guys open, not relying on just one guy who Jalen Johnson could possibly shut down. And as well, Jalen Johnson has not been practicing so far this week. Jalen Johnson is up for a very big contract this offseason. And so I don't know if he is partially hurt or if he is, uh, if he just can't go because he's like, yeah, I'd love to beat the Packers, but also I have a chance to make $17 million a year next year and I can't go hurt myself in the last game of the season. That doesn't matter. So there's a chance. Jalen Johnson does not play in this game, which would really take a big hit on this Bears defense. And then when it comes to Montez Sweat, Zach Tom, he's one of the better right tackles in the NFL. He can hold... Up against pretty much anybody. And then Rashid Walker, he's consistently good enough to stop most edge rushers, minus the best of the best. And I would not put Montez Sweat in that category. The real question will be can the Packers continue to run the ball as efficiently as they have the last two weeks? Our offense is at its best when we are running the ball efficiently, and the Bears have been incredible at stopping the run. The third most efficient unit in the NFL when it comes to stopping the run. Our running game is going to be tested once again on Sunday, and we need another great Aaron Jones game. We also need our offensive line to keep up what they have done as of late, and that's been exceptional in the ground game. I still have no idea why A.J. Dillon is even playing in these games. He broke his finger now two or three games ago. The Packers could have simply sat him out for four weeks and given that thumb time to heal and given A.J. Dillon time to rest and get his legs back after being the workhorse for most of the season and then when the playoffs started his thumb could have been at 80% maybe and then he could have he could have went out there actually been effective right now he's literally just a body. he is adding almost nothing to the team and anybody else could be doing what he's doing he's just not helpful and the Packers should be giving those snaps to someone else because right now he really can only use one hand and that's just not gonna work okay this was I don't understand this I know he's he's a go-getter he's a great high character guy but when you have one hand it doesn't work so that's kind of frustrating. Hopefully, we see a lot of Aaron Jones and not a lot of A.J. Dillon in this game. Defensively, we stopped a Vikings team last week with their fourth string quarterback. But when playing a team's preferred starter, the Packers defense has been dreadful as of lately. Obviously, with games like the Bucks and the Panthers giving up 30 or more points. Justin Fields, like we said, has been better as of late. Um, what makes Justin, Justin Fields special, though, usually is his ability uh to move because he's just an exceptional athlete okay so can you bring him down can you get him on the ground can you not escape sacks can your linebackers can your guys drop him back in coverage come up and make a play can they not allow him to have you know 70 plus yards rushing on the ground because if he does that i don't think our defense is going to allow 30 points that's for sure so Nice part for the Packers defense is we will be getting some reinforcements. Devondre Campbell looks like he'll be ready to play. A uh, really good athlete to pair up with the Quay Walker to keep fields in check. Jerry Alexander should be a, a back, a guy capable of playing at an elite level at the cornerback position. Two huge boosts for this defense. Preston Smith did hurt his ankle last week with him not at full strength. I'm guessing he won't get the bulk of snaps he usually gets. That's going to put a lot of pressure on guys like Kingsley and Agbury, Lucas Van Ness, and Van Ness is young but we need him to show up big time on the edge if he's asked to be out there because as the number 13 overall pick, I just have not seen it yet from him at all. But overall, I think the Packers have a real chance to win this game. Bears fans and players everywhere would love to ruin our season and kill our chances of making the playoffs on Sunday. But also at the same time, there are players on that team right now thinking, hey, if I could just get through one more game healthy, I'm up for a big payday like the Jalen Johnsons of the world. So I truly think there will be guys for the Bears on Sunday who just don't give an A-plus effort because they are afraid of getting hurt. The biggest place you will see that will be the tackling on defense for the Bears. And I just have to imagine the Packers with so much on the line, they can step up when it matters most and pull out the win. Okay. And honestly, Justin Fields, I don't really understand. I talked to a couple Bears fans recently and... They have a view of Justin Fields that the data just does not back up, and I don't really understand why. Um, So, over the whole course of the season, Justin Fields is like the 21st ranked quarterback, if you of all quarterbacks that played about 20% of snaps. So that's about you know, there's been 44 quarterbacks that played 20% of snaps, so it's right in the middle. But the last bottom, you really want one of those guys in the top 15, ideally top eight, and he's not even close to that. And that's including how good he is as a runner, okay? But if you just take passing into consideration, he's like 25th. Then, if you just take the second half of the year, okay? And people are like, well, he, the, the, the offense was figuring it out. DJ Moore is getting settled in. And they're now they know what to do because he's healthy. If you just take the second half of the year. So, when the last six games that Justin Fields has played because he was injured, And if you look at him as a passer over the last six games, Justin Fields is the 26th ranked quarterback out of 44. So really the exact same spot. Justin Fields has not been significantly different from the first half of the year to the second half of the year. Um, And it's just Justin Fields, I think everybody, you see the glimpses of hope. Fields, But he's just, I don't think he's the guy. And the Packers, or the Bears, have an amazing opportunity having the number one pick two years in a row, especially this next year. Yeah, if the Bears can win this game, make Justin Fields look amazing, he's going to have a lot more uh, draft capital. Like, he's going to help the Bears get possibly an early second-round pick from a team that's like, I don't want to use... a uh, first round pick on one of these quarterbacks, but I would take Justin Fields in a heartbeat. Okay. with my second round pick. And so I think there are teams out there who would give up a high second round pick if Justin Fields looks good in this game. But if he doesn't, the data just shows that he's an incredible athlete, but he's just not there. And after this is his fourth year in the NFL, I'm pretty sure. Um, Yeah. So I don't know at that point how much more can you give a guy because really i think it's i think it if i was a bears fan if i was the bears general manager i would take this opportunity and run with it to be able to reset the quarterback position and move on from justin fields and justin fields is a special talent but he's just not been able to put it all together and so i i think this will be highlighted in this game Even if Justin Fields looks great as a runner, I think the Packers can still win. I think the Packers, for the third week in a row, can score four touchdowns, uh, get 30-plus points in this game, add a field goal to that. They win this one 31-24, make the playoffs, really put their stamp on the 2023 season and do something almost nobody thought they could do without Aaron Rodgers. And that says a lot about Jordan Love. It says a lot about Matt LaFleur. And both of these guys deserve a lot of credit with so much on the line. And it's just a lot to be excited for as a Packers fan so that's all we have today folks if you haven't already make sure to subscribe give me a review so I can hear what you guys think about the podcast and tell your friends about Packers now so that thing get all the latest updates on the green and gold because it's always Packers season at Packers now thanks guys